Time in the saddle. We're gearing towards uh, Cape Town Cycle Tour. I'm Ryan O'Connor, joined as per every episode by Jason Lint. Yeah, good to see you. The roads are busy uh, in terms of cyclists getting the last bit of preparation in. Uh, we had a monstrous 110-odd-kilometer race this past weekend that started in Durbanville and ended in Durbanville uh, around the country. People are starting to come down. And it's a great economic boost for the Western Cape's economy. We've chatted in the past to our minister, Alan Windy. But you and I and you specifically as a retailer in the space, uh, the giant store in Cape Town and the family group as well. This is a time of the year when we've got a whole lot of foreigners that come to the country, uh, into into the Cape rather. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Every day we're getting uh, mails from international tourists coming in. The city's actually got a international conference, the YPO conference going on as well. Mm. So there's a lot of people around around the city and those guys have actually got a group riding the Argus and riding that week as well. So, I mean, Mm. it's a spectacular week for tourism in the city. Also now, these are the, 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 the checks we want you to run through. And in a while, we'll introduce you to a man who's no stranger to this podcast and cycling in the Western Cape. That's Dave Balez. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about Cape Town Cycle Tour and some of the numbers and stats for the volunteers and the, the amount of cyclists that take to the roads in the Western Cape. Uh, but as a cyclist, you'd need to now start tapering off more than ever. Uh, you've, you, you've done the work. You're going to rely on muscle memory and, and the kind of work that you've put in for this event. It's just down to that last, uh, just kind of an easy weekend. Uh, we've got a week weekend basically and then it's cycle tour so um between now and next weekend you'd be uh you wouldn't be hitting any kind of a major ride so i think you'd do more no more than especially if you're a, uh, a fun cyclist certainly no more than 60 or 70 k's uh, this coming weekend yeah you know somebody messaged me this morning wanting to know what supplements he must take and how he must change his diet and and my advice was really look there are one or two supplements maybe for on the bike and, and on the day. But uh, other than that, just be well rested and don't shock your system with any mm-hmm. diet changes, really. You just want to go into it sort of well rested and uh, ready to tackle the day. So like Jason said, keep to what you know, stick to what you know, stick to that diet plan uh, and keep that in mind closer towards next weekend. Um, and I was talking, interesting enough, to Andrew from Giants uh, Cycles this morning, sure. a little bit about the expo. A lot of people come down and you've got to actually go to the expo to go and fetch your race details, your race your race. Card, etc. And the race expo has been a part of the cycle tour since the, almost the very beginning. Uh, you can go and have a look at the buy your do your last little bit of shopping if you maybe want to look at getting a new bib or whatever the case may be. Um, a lot of the manufacturers themselves, like the bicycle manufacturers, have pulled out mm. of being a, a part of the expo because of the fact that it's in March. It's basically the end of season um, in South Africa, and we've also had it's been six or eight months since products were launched. Basically, I mean, what are you going to possibly sell? at an expo in terms of bicycles that uh, you know people aren't aware of yeah you know i think with the exhibitors there the the trend globally is being that uh, the shows must be viable for the people based on the sh- on the show there's sure. too many shows these days to go to every single one of them and write it off as a marketing cost as the as the brand so yeah. you know it's the people that are going there to actually sell stuff that uh, can justify going back every year. Nice. Um, I wanted to start talking about new gadgets with you as well. Have you seen anything in the cycling world lately that's very cool? And I'll tell you why, what sparked that is that I remember a good couple of years ago um, having a, uh, a saddle bag that was uh, tied by a Velcro to the stem of my saddle, with my saddle post, the stem of the saddle post. Uh, it was Velcro clipped in, and basically in there I'd have a, a tube. Uh, if you were old school enough, you had a, you'd have a pump that would, uh, was big, it was attached to the frame and as the years went by that pump so became a, a tiny little pump that you can actually fit into your bib um, now the gone are the pumps the old school pumps are now gone we've now got little bombs they're called uh, they come with little adapters they help to uh, alleviate all that manual labor that was pumping up a t- 
tire. Yeah. Um, and now, to, to that point, I look on, on, the, on the bike that I've just got, um, and the latest bike I have has a saddle that incorporates components of the saddle that actually unscrew, clip out, and then it's got these uh, additional parts that clip on to make other components uh, um, um, stick to the saddle. So the saddle itself um, now fits, hosts a light. It fits that, that saddle bag into it. It's all sleek designed underneath my backside to fit in co- compartments that the saddle has specifically um, um, uh, uh, you know, ma- ma- allowed and, and had an allocation to, to, to have these parts added to. Yeah, I mean, you know, the the big brands take the lead from the small boutique designers and we've had Dale on the show from Line Components and, you know, he's got some trick little things that allow you to fit two water bottles onto a bike that really only takes one water bottle cage mm. um, and, and neat little storage things, etc. And then you'll see that adopted by the bigger brands and they'll release something something similar and the story with the lights onto the helmets and the saddles, etc. comes from that, you know, they, they watch what people want to do. You look at somebody who rides Epic's bike and how they've done all innovative little storage things and then somebody picks up on that and, and produces a product that makes it easier for everybody. Brilliant. Um, to that point, anything you've seen lately that's kind of gone, wow, that's pretty, pretty a, quite a cool gadget? I think the the line stuff is is the talk at the moment. You know, they've got some cool stuff that nobody else really seems to have caught up on. Um, from motocross, I've seen bikes with little like deflectors on it, so you don't really have to have over-engineered gloves. They mm. they've got sort of branch deflectors on on the bike. So all those little bits and pieces are things that uh, sort of excite me that are coming through. Um, in general, no massive high-end tech stuff except something like the new Giant Anthem's got uh, accelerometers and stuff built into the shock, so what? it's a little bit more adaptive. But we haven't actually seen them in SA on the uh, retail side available for customers. But two of the Giant team riders who are riding Epic have been given the first two bikes, so um, we'll see it at Epic. <laughs> Uh, that's crazy to already uh, if you look at the, the technology and you mentioned Giant that, that, that Giant's using I before I go and cycle now I've got to turn like about three things on before I go um, one being my uh, my Garmin uh, device two being my actual bicycle <laughs> and uh, it, it itself records yeah. uh, what it is I'm doing and how much energy and how many watts I'm burning out uh, or using during said cycle so there's so many things that are constantly being monitored by the bicycle by various apps that are controlled controlling what it is I do and it's nice that they all talk to one another so at the end of the ride my Garmin and my bike both talk to Strava uh, both of them kind of a, a, a triangulate where I've been and it, it, instead of having two Strava reports it all puts it together in one in one kind of a Strava segment. And have you tried to use the feature yet where you can say I want my heart rate to be in a particular zone and it auto no, selects because, power on the bike yet? because I the, it, it'll slow me it'll actually <laughs> it'll just go to max it'll power just go to max time. power every time I get on the bike uh, but in, 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 embrace the technology it's going to be there if you're riding on something that's really outdated and old school uh, and you're thinking to yourself man you guys are talking about stuff and I'm, 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 I'm a little bit scared to venture into that that is the go- going to be the future the future is going to be and it's exciting because you can manage things like um, if you if you you feel like you're a little bit ill and you can't uh, go out and cycle or you feel like you might be coming down with flu should you shouldn't you cycle technology is now and wearables um, wearable technology is now allowing you to adjust your lifestyle to go and make sure when you're cycling you cycling safe like Jason mentioned within maybe a certain heart parameter or um, for those people who are kind of just feeling like they need a little bit more uh, motivation a little bit more of guidance in, t- in terms of how their training is coming along technology is allowing for 
you to update and, and track your progress down to a, um, a, a single pedal stroke, basically. So uh, embrace the technology. Um, we promised Dave Balez um, a, a little opportunity to talk a little bit about uh, Cape Town Cycle Tour. And Dave Balez, how's it? <laughs> Good to see you, Dave. Uh, uh, solid. You. All good, hey? It's uh, uh, 10 days out, so we're oh. um, running around in little square circles. Listen, it's crazy. I, I would, Jason and I were just talking now on this podcast about uh, uh, how the buzz in the city again. And never get, you never get tired of the buzz and the energy around Cape Town Cycle Tour. It's just it's an electric atmosphere. There's first-time cyclists that are going to be doing it. There's the experienced 10th, 20th, 30th time cyclist that's doing it. The energy is just incredible. Yeah, I'm, I must say, I was out on Sunday riding around South Peninsula a little bit and it was bizarre it mm. was like cyclists had taken over the roads from no, Sea Point incredible. through to the top of Chapman's Peak it was just it was insane <laughs> I actually felt sorry for the motorists um, <laughs> and I did that's I really did saying. It's, it's mad out there <laughs> um, but it, it's wonderful and I think what was was really heartening for me was to see the number of tandems with mm. young kids on the back riding with parents and oh. that's that's really special so there's, there's speaking of tandems uh, Ryan's got something to ask I'm, you I'm going to be Jason's daddy <laughs> I was about to say something else, but I can't. Uh, yeah, do that. yeah, I know what I know what you're <laughs> no, thinking. No, this is a family gig, hey? Exactly. No, so last week we uh, we committed to riding on a tandem together. Oh. Subject to you, Ryan, placing oh, us. No, Ryan, no, Ryan, what, say are you, no. what are you doing to yourself? I don't know. You know, his dad goes with him every year, and they're good at um, being in it. I've never done it on a tandem before, and to sit behind this man who's awfully flatulent as it is uh, for a hundred odd kilometers is not, something that, that uh, that's not really appealing to me much. But the fact that I think that we we found a good charity angle to do it for, and etc. And um, I kind of hate it when they announce it's for a cause. Dave will appreciate the, the fact cause? that Simon Sakadas entered. Oh yeah, yeah. So, the so the Simon is old men with flatulence. Yeah. <laughs> So Simon was with us on the last podcast. Okay, so you're going to be riding for Cycle of Life. Yeah, Yeah. 100%. Good man. Great, uh, great organization. Doing great work. So we um, said, she said on the last podcast, ah, no, don't worry. Uh, you know, um, you guys are going to be fine in a tandem. And we said, no, Dave's coming in next week. And she so, said, nah, he'll join us at the after party where you'll be both be in, in tears uh, <laughs> from the pain of being in a tandem uh, for listen, four hours. <laughs> listen, you finally got a celeb to ride with. You've got, you've got Jason from yeah. Olympic Cycle. <laughs> so, I mean, this is good. This is really good. <laughs> They're all yeah. knowing when you go past the, uh, with the banana section, when you get some bananas, all the locals in the area wow. shut down. Name. Oh, that, so out. that's really exciting. So yeah. the two of you on a tandem. Um, does that mean that we're looking at an entry here? Yes, please. We've got sorted. an entry. We've no, actually got one. Yeah, yeah no, they've, got, no, they've got, got one. We've we just, got one. We just need the, the time slot to be adjusted. Yeah, we'll, we'll go right at the back. Don't, Z-Z. Record, Z-Z. don't record the rest Z-Z. of the Zed. <laughs> um, Dave, we, we really, I mean, uh, again, and you, it's just, uh, we talk about the cycle that's just kind of a, it, it, it's, it repeats again after the weekend that is Cape Town Cycle Tour. You start preparations again and it goes. And we've been chatting for years and years and years around Cycle Tour time. Um, but the economy, what we don't seem to focus on enough is how much more money every single year this brings to the Western Cape. And uh, in a time where we are looking at uh, major events that do this, you found one that's cemented uh, in the in, in this province and one that is some, uh, permanently brings money to the to the western cape and it, it, it's one now that's grown to what, what's the amount that it brings in, in tourism it's it's difficult to say um the last estimate we had which was done probably 
four or five years ago yeah. it was half a billion rand. <laughs> yeah. It's more um, than that now, obviously. So, so the challenge we have as an event is spending money on doing economic impact assessments sure. is counterproductive because that's money that could be going to charity. To charity. So, yeah. so we, we don't really yeah. go out and commission them. Uh, we probably will look uh, next year to partnering with one of yeah. the universities to see if we can come up with some some postgrad students and 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 we'll relook at it with the, the provincial government and, yeah. and the city. Um, but it is it 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 it's a big economic driver. Mm. Uh, it sustains a number of industries, and I know certainly the cycling fraternity um, obviously enjoy the, the fact that this event is coming around. I'm looking at Jason over there, um, you know it. It is a big one for the for, for the cycle dealers, and the sure. fact that we've got six thousand first timers, over six thousand first timers riding this year, means that we've got new people coming into the sport, and that's good. That's really good. Yeah. It's hotel accommodation, it's airplanes, it's restaurants, it's um, bars, it's uh, Airbnbs, it, and, and the list goes on and yeah. on and on. And then obviously, close to three and a half, four thousand internationals will be out here again. Um, and they're going to be visiting all of our, our wonderful scenery that we've got around here in the Cape. And that's that's important. It's about spreading the message of this fantastic city we live in. And I have to shout out to the local residents yeah, because yeah. it's it's them that are making this event the vibe that it is. You, yeah. know, you can ride around Cape Town any day of the week as most people were doing last Sunday. Mm. Um, but – you can't do it when there's a vibe like there is on, sure. on cycle to a Sunday. Yeah, sure. And on that note as well, to everyone along the route that comes out in their numbers, and it's the same. It's the same. It almost becomes a family tradition on uh, yeah. Cape Town Cycle Today to yeah, the to come same out. People the same in the people, same place, the same bridges yeah. with their yeah. same scuttles, shouting the same <laughs> things, and it's it's just electric. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Well, I, I have to. We went into a lot of trouble with a guy who has traditionally had a Scottlebra halfway up Edinburgh Drive. <laughs> We decided to allocate that spot to one of our sponsors to activate. Right. And I got a very unhappy email on the Monday <laughs> to say his spot what? had been yeah. hijacked by yeah. some or other sponsor. Yeah, understandable. Uh, and, and, yeah. and that is nice. I mean, there's the, there's the well-known impromptu band yes. in uh, in Cork Bay that they open up their garage and they're sitting there playing music. And yeah. that's, that's vibey. Yeah. And then there's the woman in Cormacky who always takes off her top for yes, some reason. Yeah, she, I haven't seen her for a few years. She hasn't I don't flashed know. me for I'm a while. I've the wrong time. <laughs> she sees you coming, she puts everything back on. <laughs> She's getting old and she gets sunburned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't want to see it. <laughs> and then Dave, I mean this weekend coming is now the kids kids event as well. Is that That seems to have grown and it's got its own weekend. Does that draw... Yeah, a big crowd. Uh, so two events this weekend. We got the mountain bike on the. I got to get the dates right. We got the mountain bike on the Saturday out yeah. in in the Stellenbosch Pal area in Simonsburg Conservancy, uh, and then on Sunday down at Greenpoint Stadium, um, we've got Greenpoint Stadium, Cape Town Stadium, Cape Town Greenpoint. Stadium. Yeah. we have uh, three and a half thousand kids. Sure, um, and that that's an exciting one for me because it isn't just about the kids; it's the families. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the Greenpoint precinct just lends itself to picnicking. Yeah. Sitting on the grass, it's a nice activity to get the kids out and doing some exercise, um, and it, it's a great fun family day. Mm. So that that is a lovely one for us. That Sunday, um, and if you if you're still looking for entries for that, you can get entries down a canal walk over the next the next week from the 28th. I think to the second. Okay. Oh, that's tomorrow. Yeah, yeah well, it'll be all the way through till the second, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. And um, and and like you mentioned, that family vibe's great because you've got uh, little picks that are eager to get out there in their bikes, and it's not a, yeah. a lot to ask them to do that kind of distance. But it's more about just the whole family being able to participate uh, this coming weekend. And the weather's looking great for it as well. 
And it's not a race. No. I don't look at the weather anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who cares? After two years ago, I don't look at the weather. <laughs> just, it's, it's, as long as it doesn't. In fact, rain would be nice. Yeah. It's just true. gentle rain. Just nice, gentle, cool, yeah. soothing cool rain. Okay. <laughs> um, David, let's uh, talk also about the volunteers on the, on the route again. Hats off to everyone uh, involved. There are people that we will never, ever get to know the names of that volunteer their time to be and assist in uh, the Cape Town Cycle Tour. So interesting, in our magazine this year, there, there is a focus on those people that have been involved in the event for many, many, many years who you never see or get yeah. to hear of or even know their names. Cool. So there'll be a couple of articles in the magazine you pick up at the expo which will highlight that. But yeah, the Rotary Clubs, there are over 30 Rotary Clubs whose, whose membership come out and volunteer not only on the day but in the lead-up to the event, in, the, in, the, the, uh, in assisting with the planning of the event. Um, and it's, it's really those people that are the heart and soul of this thing. Yeah. Uh, they stand there from four o'clock in the morning and they're right the way through until after five when we eventually close up and uh, start opening up the roads their job is to make sure that infrastructure is taken out the way um and and that's big that's really big i think the 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 double-edged sword for us is great because we are paying their clubs for their volunteer time that money that is going to those clubs is going back into their communities in their areas uh, of those 30 rotary clubs and then obviously any money we make as an event yeah. goes back into community so it, it's a lovely double-edged sword there's no commercial spin on it at sure. all and you think about that. I mean Jason have you ever been have you marshaled event before been involved do you know how hard it is to span going keep left keep left keep left keep because you, you can't do it's not just one cyclist coming past it's uh, six hours of cyclists coming past no you know I, I haven't but but what I do get to say a lot is thank you Marshall yeah thank you, you yeah, me you too. Through, yeah, yeah. You know, but so. Jason's raised a very good point and, and, and that's a shout out to the cyclists that are yes. listening yeah. actually thank the marshals mm-hmm. take the time to thank the traffic officers and thank yeah. the marshals yeah. because Inevitably, they're going to be abused by somebody who's trying to get home from somewhere and they can't get through where the road is closed and the poor marshals are the ones that take the brunt. So give them a shout as you go past. Thank them for their time. They they really are. They're the salt of the earth and those are the guys that have actually made that event and got it to where it is today. Advice to first-time cyclists doing the event? I know you get this a lot. What would you say to somebody who's uh, anxious and nervous about getting to that start line uh, in town, getting through the course? Um, should they just take it easy? Uh, you know, you get the cyclists that want to want to go, you know, flat out from the word go. What would your advice be to a first-time uh, Cape Town cycle to cyclist? I think to first-time cyclists, it's get out and enjoy your first event. You actually don't want to go in and find yourself sitting towards Cape Point completely shattered because you were trying to hook with the bunch that was too fast for you mm. uh, and and the rest of it is just a kind of a blur of cramp and pain and, and unhappiness so actually go out and soak up the vibe and the energy ride the ride don't race the ride mm. um, if you are there to race and you have been training that's fine then then you'll obviously be seated because you've you've gone out and done some of the the earlier rides to make sure you're in an earlier start group but in, in all honesty the vibe from the, the kind of one-third into the back really is incredible because everybody's there to have fun um, and and soak up take the time to soak it up when you're riding up Chapman's Peak take a time to look over towards the Sentinel and and see what you're experiencing riding up towards Cape Point is very special Misty Cliffs uh, really just just soak it up and enjoy it and, and interact with the people that are around you um, and I, I think for me having ridden it a, a good number of times Take the first half easy. If you've got some legs, then you can push the second half. Yeah. But if you push the first half too hard, then the second half is really is just going to be a, a tough grind because your hills, your Saker Bosses and yeah. your Chapman's Peak are, are all in the second half. 
if I get a Smith's Winkle and we're okay going, because that's for me is my that's my mm. that's my kind of a yeah. uh, getting over Smiths. If I get over Smiths and you're on that flat straight where with the halfway mark kind of a, stands on and goes, you're here at like the halfway mark, and you kind of can pick up pace coming down that that flat end going past K Point. You pick up a nice bit of speed, and if you're feeling really good by then. You're going to be okay. You really are going to be okay. I'm using this as a training ride for the Coronation Double Century. <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> Sorry about that scream. I, w- I was waiting for that opening. Huh? Huh? We, we've been trying to get we've been trying to get Ryan to run the Coronation Double Century for for forever. about yeah forever and and from about September, late September, early October. He's missing in action. Yeah, you can't I get hold of him on a WhatsApp <laughs> or an email or a. And, and I mean, just to check if the tandem's got a puncture on the morning and we decide to take our e bikes, have the marshals been checked and not let us in the shoot? Or we I've, I've, I've spent the last two weeks Googling pictures of e bikes <laughs> for our marshals. Listen, it's, yeah. that, that is a hobby. We don't even want to go there because that is like. Because there are going to be people that are going to try uh, yeah. with, and get in and try and get an e bike uh, out there and to do it. And it's becoming harder to tell these days if somebody's using a. Um, it's just a slightly fatter frame mountain bike or if it is mm. indeed an e-bike but good luck to them because they'll be yet to find one that'll do the whole distance yeah, on exactly. e-power somewhere along the line somebody's mm. going to and when that yeah. thing runs out of power you are going to battle up Seikabosi yeah you are and, uh, and sadly <laughs> there are ones that can do the entire route oh really uh, yeah there are and I've, I've, I rode one recently I think the thing we're grappling with is that we recognize that there is a place for e-bikes. There's yeah. absolutely no question there's a place for e-bikes. Um, and I was with somebody this weekend who is riding a – he'll probably ride a 245 cycle tour. And his wife could go training with him this weekend. Why? Because e-bike. she was on an e-bike. And they could actually go and spend time together and have fun. And, and, and that's important. We know that there are people – who have medical conditions that don't allow them to participate, um, but who could if they were on an e-bike. So it's finding the balance. Mm. I think the other challenge we have in South Africa is there's currently no legislation around where and what an e-bike is once it hits the road. Europe is very clear. Once you're over 25 k's an hour, you're a motorbike. You're no longer an e-bike. And until we get that kind of legislation in place here, and until we're able to govern how those bikes interacting with the cycle tour, we, we need to err on the side of caution. Sure. And the big challenge for me is a guy on an e-bike who's riding in a huge bunch of people hasn't been training necessarily with the skill set required to ride in that kind of bunch. Mm-hmm. The electric bike allows him to be there, but he doesn't know how to react when certain things are happening in sure. the bunch, and that, that's when the accidents happen. Yeah. And a, a large, heavy e-bike landing Ooh. on a group of people is just not what we want. Yeah, no, exactly. No, I agree with you. So it's, it, it's very emotive. There are a lot of very upset people mm-hmm. who, uh, who, who wanted to use e-bikes. We've, we've, we've had extensive discussions with our board of trustees. We're putting together a motivation for next year, sure. which will see a limited… a category. Or a third weekend. No. <laughs> <laughs> David, you're mad. Imagine yeah. having the third weekend just for e-bikes. And so, so yes, they, they, yeah. there is a place for them. We need to find that place, yeah. and we need to manage it. Nice. That's the, I like that's that. The thing. That's exciting, and it's exciting that you, you, you're actually acknowledging that because I think a lot of people going to the, into the future, that is going to be the future. The, the, that's where a lot of cyclists no are question. going because they don't have time to go and cycle. A lot of them, a lot of the corporates listening to this podcast going, we wish we could do a better time, and we don't mind taking a time that and going, we're on a 
e-bike. We'll admit that we we didn't do this unassisted, but it is the future, and it's nice that um, that the the Cape Town Cycle Tour all I have looked at it and gone, listen, there's a place for this. Not this year yet, but let us work things out. Watch the space in the future. Um, the, the possibilities of of us having a category for e-bikes are uh, it's a real thing. So that's nice, David. Um, okay, cool. So listen, all the very best to everyone cycling, Dave. Lovely to have you uh, on this podcast again. We will definitely talk. I'll do double cent- a coronation double century if Jason does the coronation double century. <laughs> Jason, that, look, Jason. I'll, I'll no, sign up to that way before I sign up to pilot I'm, I'm in tandem with to, you. I'm prepared to have to that. the two of you in our team on a tandem. That's it. On a tandem. To be part of the best team in the event, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm there. Oh, yeah. Done. I'm loving this. Handshake. I need a fi- handshake. handshake. Okay. We're so now, Jason I and I are part of the Coronation handshake. Double Century. Um, Dave, by the will be back to talk Coronation. Uh, Alan, in actual fact, Wendy, um, uh, I saw him at the airport on, uh, I was even for Zambia. He was at the airport on Friday morning, really early, the 7 o'clock flight. He was trying to draw, draw cash out of his Capitec account, which his PIN number is, by the way, 52053. 52053. 0800 DA. I know that account's empty, though. That's a problem. <laughs> and he said to me, I promise. You said so. Listen, have you given this uh, our coronation team a thought? With, uh, any, any, you know, any more, more thought after our chat? And I said to him, Yeah, I know we'll do it. And he gave me that look to say, exactly the same one that you gave when you made that noise. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Seeing is believing. Uh, no, I know, I know that Jason will get you there, and yeah. it, it really is. I mean, next to the cycle tour. Yeah. It, to me, it's the most fun you can have on two wheels. Love it's, it. yeah, it's, no, it's really. I love that event. It's special. All the links to the Coronation Double Century will be in this podcast. Have a look around this post on social media. Uh, also, good luck to everyone going over the start line and hopefully also the finish line uh, of the Cape Town Cycle Tour. From Dave Balears, Jason Linton, myself, Ryan O'Connor. Take care, everyone.